Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and of course, relationships, and hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and you deserve it. So, guys, guys, (laughs) are you struggling to last longer in bed? Do you feel a little embarrassed when your orgasm comes quicker than expected? Well, no need to worry because there's ways to make great sex last longer. On our show today, we're going to be talking about orgasms and specifically how guys can regain control over their orgasms when their penises are extra sensitive by using sensual enhancer product Promiscent. And now we're so excited to introduce our guest, Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, the company that developed and launched Promiscent, a clinically proven product used to delay ejaculation latency and treat premature ejaculation. So Jeff, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you for taking the time out of your day for being here. And we're so excited to hear all about premature ejaculation and everything you've learned over the years to help guys control it a little better. It's a pleasure to be here, and I applaud shows like this that inform and take the stigma away from sex and certain syndromes like me. Yeah, exactly. But before we get started, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the company Absorption Pharmaceuticals. It could be the most non-traditional way anyone's ever gotten involved to be a CEO of this type of company. The uh, inventor and founder of Absorption Pharmaceuticals was a urologist by the name of Dr. Ronald Gilbert, and he was the head of urology at Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach. He also happened to be one of my best friends and my neighbors, and like most men, after 50, you go in for your yearly PSA test and checkup. So seven years ago, I went in for exactly that. And during my visit, he said, hey, you know, I've developed this product and I have this company and I respect your business acumen because I had had some success in some other areas and I'd like your opinion. I said, sure. So he then explained the product, what he had developed and, and uh, you know, promescent at that point, you know, in its early you know, infancy of being commercialized. I had just seen, this is so ironic, a special on 60 Minutes like two weeks prior to that. It was all about knockoff of drugs, you know, and uh, the 80% of the program was focused on ED because at that point in 2011, the ED market was really, really hot and Viagra, Cialis, Levitra were being knocked off everywhere because if you want to knock off a product, you want two things in play. You want a high price and a huge market. Right. And certainly ED was that. So having just seen that, they had said that, that, the legitimate market for the ED drugs at that point were $6 billion. Wow. And that, you know, there was 1.2 knockoffs for every legitimate tablet made. So it didn't take a lot of math to go basically double. So $6 billion is $12 billion. So I said to Ron, I said, wow, it's funny. I've just seen this 60-minute segment. How big is this PE, you know, market compared to ED? And I'm expecting to hear 10%, right? And he looks at me, he goes, about 15% larger. Wow. wow. And I went... Wait, excuse me? I, you, know, you take a step back. You know what I mean? I'm like, excuse me? I go, it's 15% larger? He goes, yeah. He goes, as a matter of fact, 10 to 15% of ED is actually misdiagnosed PE. And I go, how's that? He goes, if a man has chronic PE, which means more than a year and it's consistent, he develops anxiety-related ED, meaning he won't be able to get an erection because he's so anxious and he has so much fear that getting an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion. So PE could then manifest itself as ED. And I was like, oh my Lord. And I was fascinated. And I said, let me ask you a question. I said, you know, being a 53-year-old male at that time and knowing some friends of mine that basically took a Viagra Salis Levitra tablet every morning just in case they ran into somebody, you know, (laughs) I said, this this happened to have a recreational component to it. He goes, oh, yeah, it does. I said, really? And he said, yeah. I said, well, do me a favor. Can I have a sample? He goes, yeah. So he gives me a sample of Promescent. 
So I'm not even out of the parking lot yet, okay, of his office complex where his you know office was. And I called a gal I was dating at the time who happened to be a financial analyst for Shearson Lehman. And so I call her and I'm like, hey, Carolyn, can you come over for dinner this evening? I'd like to run this potential investment by you. Because I was thinking of investing in the company after, you know, I heard all this. She goes, oh, okay, I great. Thought, I thought you were going to say you were going to try it on her. <laughs> that's Well, too. that's exactly what I was doing. But rather than say I'm going to try this on you, I looked at it as an investment opportunity. It's all in packaging. <laughs> right, right. It, right? It so she comes over for dinner. We have dinner. And she goes, let's take a look at that investment that you were telling me about. But I hadn't told her specifically. She said I wanted to you know, evaluate this investment. So she thinks I'm going to come down with this performer spreadsheet, right? And we're going to be looking at this investment. So I come down and I have this bottle of Promesa and I throw it to her. I go here. This is, and she looks at me. I'm not kidding you. She goes, oh, you're such a perv. And I, start laughing. <laughs> I go, what? And I go, no, seriously, look. And I showed her on the back. I go, that's Ron's company. She had met Ron, you know, she goes, oh my God, it is. I said, yeah, I'm thinking of investing in this. We got to try it out. So the next morning, you know, after our experiment, I call Ron and I'm totally serious. And he's like, what'd you think? I said, well, before we go any further, I really need to talk with you about changing the name. He goes, what? So he goes into this impassionate explanation of why he named it Promescent. Promescent is short for prolonged tumescence. Tumescence is a medical term meaning engorged with blood, which is basically one that doctors use for an erection. So he's going through how it means, you know, uh, prolonged tumescence. And he goes, well, why do you want to change it? I said, I think I have a better name. And he goes, really? What? And I go, how about bone like a porn star? And he starts <laughs> laughing. He starts laughing. He goes, oh my God. And I said, let me tell you something. I go, I think it's too good. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, he had met my girlfriend. I go, Carolyn start tapping out after about a half hour. You know what I mean? And, and he starts laughing. He goes, how much did you use? I go, well, I used like six sprays. He goes, well, Why'd you do that? I said, well, the instructions, he goes, that's for people who have hardcore PE. And I go, well, I didn't know. You didn't tell me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, Yeah. So then I realized if you are using it recreationally, you dial back, you yeah. know, and I literally drove over the following day and gave him a check for $100,000 wow. and invested in the company. Wow. And I had just recently retired. I had owned a semiconductor engineering business and I had been very fortunate. I did really well with it, retired at a young age. And I was bored. So when I did the investment, I kind of wrote him a business plan. And the CEO and some of the people involved at that point said, wow, this is really some good ideas there. So they did it, and it really worked. The company started to grow. So then I wrote him a second business plan, you know, to take it to the next level. And they said, well, it's going to take significantly more capital. And uh, we don't have that kind of capital. I said, well, I'm willing to invest another 400 k but you have to do exactly what I want to do, put it in this escrow account. They agreed, and the company grew to the next level. And then in uh, 2012, they asked me to come to this meeting, and I went to the meeting, and the CEO wasn't there. And I go, hey, we're going to wait for him to be here. They go, well, no. And I go, why are you having a meeting without the CEO? They go, we want you to take over the company. Oh, I was like, what? Very and cool. this is a true story. And I go, yeah. you know, every time I type, if I'm telling my friends about this, I go, I have to go, what comes first to E or U in pharmaceuticals? You know what I mean? I go, I don't know how to spell pharmaceuticals, let alone run a company. And they go, well, you're passionate and you're intelligent. You have great business instincts. And I go, yeah, but I don't have any background. I start thinking, well, I have been having sex for, you know, yeah, at that point, 50 years or whatever. Yeah. I go, I got, I got the kind of hands-on experience, you know? And so I agreed to do it. And, uh, it was, it was very rewarding. I really enjoyed it. And the company immediately started to grow and, you know, we got adopted or I followed the exit business model of like, you know, Pfizer with uh, Viagra mm -hmm. and, you know, GlaxoSmithKline, mm -hmm. which is to get that medical credibility because people want to know that it's not a snake or it's a legitimate product. And well, when they do, smart people go, well, if it works for people with PE, wow, what would it do for me? You so know, let's let's and, get into what exactly is PE, because you're talking about it as if everybody knows what PE stands for. So we know that that good, now is good point. premature ejaculation. PE. Yes, exactly. But the one thing that is very important to emphasize PE is a subjective term. You know, some people that last two minutes go, oh, my God, I have severe PE. And there are other people last two minutes ago, hey, if my girlfriend climaxes within that period of time and we're both satisfied, there's no issue. Some people might last 10 minutes and their girlfriend takes 20. And it, so this idea that the medical community, because in the medical community, the actual definition of PE is 90 seconds. If oh. you last 90 seconds or more, you don't have PE. If you last 90 seconds or, or less, you have PE. I really think that a, a more appropriate definition of PE would be if you don't last long enough for you and your partner to both have satisfactory intimacy, you might 
I don't know if you use the term PE, but you might need some kind of a technique or some kind of a, you know, a method to help you both achieve satisfactory intimacy. Because isn't that what it's all about? Well, yeah, the absolutely. definition be about satisfaction as opposed to a time limit. You know, put an egg timer next to you and go, <laughs> well, you last at 91 seconds, so you're good. technically... Yeah, you're good. Yeah. No, you're not good. And, you know, there are people the last two minutes that are good because if they both achieve, you know, orgasm, they're both happy, then you don't need anything else. And I think the focus needs to be on the satisfactory index of, of intimacy and not, you know, a, a, a time clock. You know what I mean? That, well, if you last this time amount of time, then you're fine. If you don't, then you have issues. Now, there's lots of different things that make premature ejaculation happen and a lot of them are related to health and wellness can you tell us some of the causes that cause pe and i'm really glad you brought that up because i think the medical community and some of the media have done a disservice that there's these old wives tales that if you have pe you're not strong mentally you know what i mean and you can't control it's some kind of switch that you 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 flick there are four to five physiological issues that cause PE and not, you know, uh, limited to, but certainly among them are prostatitis, which a lot of men suffer from, uh, low testosterone, hypersensitivity to the penile, you know, glands and nerves. These are just some many issues. And the thing that I tell people is why in the world would a diabetic ever be ashamed of taking insulin? He wouldn't be. No, absolutely Why not. would a chemo, or, you know, why would a person with cancer be ashamed of taking chemo? He wouldn't be. So why is there such a stigma that if a person suffers from PE that, you know, oh my God, you're weak and you shouldn't be taking anything for it. It is part of the way people are wired that number one there are these issues and number two there's something called the arousal or orgasm gap that we can discuss that you know later on in this in this conversation that just healthy males and females have such a wide range of how long they actually take to achieve climax that even in healthy couples in a lot of cases there are things that are necessary for you know both couples to have a satisfactory experience. Yeah. And I did read also that there's some new genetic research that suggests that some men may be genetically predisposed to having PE. So they can't even there's, help it. It's like there's that's it's, it's a biological a fact. thing. It's absolutely. It's absolutely a fact. And there's another issue which a lot of people are really afraid to touch because you know, we live in this politically correct world. But, you know, when I first took over the company, I started noticing we don't target any specific demographic with our advertising or our outreach. We basically just go out into the community. And I noticed initially a very high preponderance of our customers were, you know, Hispanic and Indian in origin. And I was like, wow. And I'm thinking to myself, why do so many of people of the certain ethnicities seem to have a disproportionate amount of our business base? So I start talking to some of the leading sex therapists and urologists, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's widely known. And I'm like, wow. I go, that's insane. And I go, why does anyone discuss it like openly? They go, well, no one wants to discuss it because of... you know, the, in the political correct climate we live in, people will become upset. And I go, well, if it's a fact, why would people be upset over facts? You know what I mean? Right. And so I started doing some just digging around because it's just nature versus nurture. Because we know certain things work, like SSRIs, which is short for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Those are commonly known to a non-medical person. We refer to those as the depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, and Zoloft. They do work because certain people have, you know, lower levels of serotonin. So if you take these things, they do extend your ability to last longer, but they have some horrific side effects. So I started asking some of these people, do you think it may be because they have lower levels of serotonin? And they were like, that could be it. It also could be circumcised versus uncircumcised. And those are two ethnicities that tend not to be circumcised. And one of the thought processes is if you were never circumcised, the head of your penis where most of the the nerves and in, in, in the sensitive areas are is never really exposed except when you get an erection. So it doesn't rub against your underwear. It doesn't get like a lot of desensitization normally. So that could be an issue as well. And also both of those ethnicities tend to live in, in cultures where there's huge families and 
on a socioeconomic scale, they're not some of the higher levels. So that a lot of the families live in, you know, areas where people share rooms and no one has a lot of privacy. So from a, a, a young male's early sexual awakening in his early teens, if he starts to masturbate, it's like, oh, I better hurry up and get this over with because someone may walk in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And Mm-hmm. Then you get to a situation where they start dating and, you know, their parents go to the market. Oh, my God, we got to hurry up and knock this out because someone may come back and walk in on us. So they're almost teaching themselves to prematurely ejaculate. This has been an issue. And anyone you talk to that has sexual medicine experience, whether it be therapy, whether it be a urologist, you know, in clinical treatment, they will tell you without a doubt certain ethnicities have a disproportionate amount of PE. And I really think that we need to get past that stigma that people are afraid to say it publicly, although everyone with any background is whatsoever go, of course, that's widely known, but you get them on a show and they're willing or unwilling to talk about it because they don't want a lot of blowback. You know what I mean? But knowledge and, and, you know, having the facts is really necessary in helping anyone overcome anything that exists. If you're going to sit there and live in silence, you know what I mean? Right, or exactly. be afraid to, yeah. To, to, to talk about a subject is not going to help matters. And, you know, to this day, we still have a disproportionate amount in, in specific communities. And, you know, I'm, I, I really and truly would urge doctors that have this experience to be very open about it so that we can come to some realization as what it is that's causing this. Yeah, right. absolutely. Great, Jeff. Um, let's just remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carl and David, and today we're talking with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals. And Jeff, just on, on the point you were just talking about, about you know different ethnicities and cultures, but let's talk about how common premature ejaculation is around the world. Like, What's the percentage of men that, that suffer from it? We, we talk about it in two ways. Number one, it's clinical, someone who fits the clinical definition, which means you never last more than 90 seconds ever in any circumstance, whether it be, you know, vaginal, uh, you know, oral, or even masturbation or whatever. And it's reported that that is about 6%, 7%. Then you get into subjective PE, which is people that are in the 90 seconds to three to four minute range. That tends to be, you know, like 40%, wow. including the other you know, 6% yeah. we've already mentioned. So yeah. 40% of people have that to some degree. Wow. Now, this is the craziest part of all. We're not going to talk about people. We're going to talk about the normal adult healthy male. The normal adult healthy male with everything, you know, healthy. There's no PE. There's no ED. There's no any kind of complications. Lasts five minutes and, you know, 27 seconds during intercourse, during penetration or thrusting. Now, the average female takes almost 19 minutes of penetration or thrusting to achieve climax. So even in healthy couples, you have literally a three and a half uh, times duration that a woman takes to achieve climax as opposed to how long a man lasts. And that's why men use all these coping mechanisms, whether it be you know, stop, start, switch positions, think about baseball scores, think about your grandmother, you know, all these crazy things, you know what I mean? That there's all these coping mechanisms that, you know, men and women use to have satisfactory intimacy. And a lot of people think, well, this is just things you have to do. That's why guys go, I'm the master of cunnilingus on this. It's out of necessity because they have to get a woman a lot closer before they initiate actual, you know, intercourse. Because if they don't, he's going to be done and she's going to go, hey, uh, what about yeah, me? I'm what about here. me? I'm exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what I like to tell people is that when you say how large is that market, almost every man on the planet at some point in his life, even if he doesn't have chronic PE, even if he doesn't suffer from it all the time, say you haven't, you know, you're not married, you're not in a significant relationship and you haven't had intercourse with a woman for a period of time. If you're with a new relationship for the very first time and someone you're really attracted to, a lot of men will tell us, you know, I don't suffer from PE, but oh my God, the first time I'm with a brand new partner, especially if I haven't been intimate in a while, it's over in a minute. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the so heightened on. Sense, yeah. You're so turned on and the height, heightened sensitivity right. and this excitement, 
you don't put you over the edge. And should a guy have to be going, oh, my God, I have to think about baseball scores. Oh, my God, I hope she doesn't get on top. Oh, my God, I hope she doesn't go cowgirl. Oh, my God. I always tell people, I call it the walking on eggshell syndrome. Rather than enjoying that moment and rather being into the pleasure and going, oh, my God, this feels so good. How bad is it you're actually trying not to feel the pleasure yeah. and you're literally distancing yourself emotionally and trying to tune out how good it feels because you have to go, I have to last longer. Yeah. And that is, I always tell people that the truth is with our company as we mature, for us to be successful commercially big time, we have to move out of the PE realm. Now, we certainly dominate the people that have what you call clinical PE right now. We're in the protocol of 2,200 urologists, believe it or not, in North America, U.S. and Canada. 2,200 urologists by name have promescent in there. So if you go in to see them, you have PE. It actually says in their protocol, because every, every disease state has a protocol where it says it defines the disease, here's what the etiology of it is, and here's how we treat it. They have promescent by name in there. We're very proud of that. Cool. But that's the 6% of people that suffer from that isn't where the meat of this market is. The The real meat of the market are people who use it recreationally because they want to have better intimacy and they want to have this ability to go, instead of having this mindset, oh, am I going to last long enough to pleasure her? They go, is it one, two, or three that I'm going to let her have today before I finish? You know, that kind of a thing. And no man ever wants to feel like, he's turning himself off and trying not to enjoy it because it's going to be a satis or an unsatisfactory experience. One of our logos, one's make love longer. Another one says, take control. Mm -hmm. Men love control. Men love to be in a situation where they go, I have total control of the situation and not feeling like it's an out of body experience. You have no control that all of a sudden this orgasm is going to come or this ejaculation that you have no control over. And it's going to ruin your experience and your partner's experience. I really think that, the, the market and the people that need this product is immense. It's enormous. Some men, as they get older, have the opposite experience where they can't ejaculate. That's obviously they're never going to need right. this kind of a thing, but that's, that's the minority. And it's funny because we have this saying and we joke about it. And I used to say, if we had a dollar for every time we heard it, we'd have a hundred dollars. We <laughs> have to change it now. If we had a dollar for every time we heard it, it'd be a thousand dollars. And this, I've heard this as recently as over Christmas time. I went to this Christmas party in the area where I live. And one of my neighbors was like, hey, what do you do for a living? You, and I go, oh, I'm the CEO of this small pharmaceutical company standing there with his wife. He goes, oh, really? What's the name of the company? I go, Absorption Pharmaceuticals. He goes, I never heard of it. I go, we're small. He goes, what's your product? I go, it's called Promescent. He goes, what does it do? If you're going to ask me, I'm going to obviously tell you, yeah, right? for sure. I go, it's an FDA-compliant treatment, and it's for premature ejaculation. Okay, dead silence for 10 seconds. Do you know how long 10 seconds is when you're having a conversation with another couple? And it is literally absolutely silent. Finally, the guy, now picture this, pups his chest out. He's like, <laughs> the last thing we need in this relationship. I'm like, okay, excuse me, Ron Jeremy, you know? And so, you know, so he, a couple minutes later, he leaves and he goes over. They had, it was a really nice party. They had a band and this buffet and everything. He goes over to get something to eat. And the wife leans into me and goes, do you have a sample that we could yeah, use some of that? Of course. I'm I knew that was coming. It's insane. It's, I don't understand it. You know, I've always been the type of person that I'm pretty open and I, I believe in, you know, addressing issues as they come up. And I don't know. I'm just, I think pretty well ego formed and I, I never realized or I never thought to myself I got to be the fastest runner I got to be the highest jumper I got to be the strongest bench presser you know I have to be the most sexually superman ever to plant you know in, you know inhabit planet earth I've always believed in make the best out of everything you have optimize your life be open and honest about things you know and I used to think okay the most fragile substance on earth must be like you know a Fabergé egg you know those little things that people pay thousands Beautiful, of dollars yes. for that sit on the thing the most fragile substance on planet Earth is the male ego. Trust me, okay? When you do this chop for any period of time, it's insane. And we have people that literally want to buy our product, and they're like, well, you know, I want to send in an unmarked envelope, and I want to deliver to FedEx, and I'll pick it up there. And, you know, I want to make sure my partner doesn't realize I'm using this. And, you know, maybe I'm old school, but I think if you're close enough to someone to be intimate with someone, why would you be that uptight? Why not share it with someone? Well, you know what I mean? Make it part of your foreplay, you know? And communication is so important, so partners should be talking about it. But, you know, Josh, Absolutely. we're, we're going to take a, a, just a quick break here. We're going to remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And today we're having an amazing conversation with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, developer of Promiscent. 
treatment for premature ejaculation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David and today we're talking with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, all about premature ejaculation. So, Jeff, now that we know more about what P is, and that's premature ejaculation, and its causes, let's get into the history of PE treatments that have happened in the past and what current treatments are out there today. So, for how long has PE been considered a medical condition? I think it was actually recognized as an actual medical condition, I believe, about 13 to 14 years ago. Prior to that, don't ask me why, it wasn't even recognized. And from the, we'll, we'll start and we'll, we'll address it two ways. What was, you know, uh, available through the medical community and then what was available through just, you know, OTC and, you know, innovative companies that tried to address the issue. From a medical standpoint, when PE was first introduced, they literally, there were two, two ways that they treated it. Number one was behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. And behavioral therapy works if it was strictly something that was psychological. Now, there is a component where some people have anxiety, but it's a small part of the overall segment of people who suffer with this, you know, uh, issue. And behavioral therapy, they would teach you Kegel exercises, certain things that women do to tighten up, you know, the vaginal area, but you can actually gain control over your PC muscle as a male and control the ejaculatory response. It appears to me after talking to thousands upon thousands of people and physicians over the last seven years running this company, that for men using that particular issue, if you last four minutes and you want to last six minutes or you last eight minutes and you want to last 10 minutes, that having, you know, more control of your PC muscle might actually help but in terms of solving anyone with lifelong or chronic PE or low serotonin levels or uh, a prostatitis, that's absurd. You know, it'd be like saying you could treat, you know, cancer or diabetes with literally, you know, psychological exercises. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. One of the other areas that they, they, they investigated, and this is, for people who aren't in the medical community, there's on-label products and off-label products. On-label means the products were specifically developed and there is clinical data that say this product works and is approved for this particular affliction. Off-label means a side effect of another drug that wasn't intended and it's not recommended for, but a known side effect is that it has you know, relevancy for another condition albeit with some cases, some side effects you need to be aware of. And one of the areas that there is off-label medication is specifically for PE, and that off-label medication are SSRIs. Again, like I explained in the first segment, SSRIs is short for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, the depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft. And what they do is they, you know, work on your serotonin levels, and one of the side effects they make you happier is that they delay the ejaculatory response. Now, one of the problems is if you take those things and you're not depressed, you literally have dry mouth, nausea, vomiting, and most importantly, loss of libido. 
So literally, <laughs> so the good circle. news is you last longer. Yeah. <laughs> the bad news is you're depressed. You have suicidal thoughts. You have dry mouth. You yeah. might vomit on your partner. Right. And worst of all, you have no desire to even have sex. Yeah. You know? yeah. It doesn't so, sound like a good answer for PE. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like putting out a you know, a candle with a fire hose. Right, you know what I mean? It's like, right. it's a little bit extreme. Yeah. And I have to say that I've always been very open and, and I always um, tell people things. Okay. For me to effectively be the CEO of this company, how could I possibly talk about the other options that are out there, whether it's stud 100 or Mandalay or riser or SSRIs, unless I have firsthand experience with them. So when I took over the company, I said to Ron, you know, who was the creator and my physician, I said, I want you to write me a 30-day course of whatever SSRI you think people most use for this and, and whatever the dosage is for people with SSRIs, or excuse me, with, uh, with PE. PE, because mm-hmm. they do it with a uh, lower dose than if you're very clinically depressed. So he did that. Within seven days, I was begging him, okay please tell me how to get off of this as quickly as possible. You know, the half-life, you know, you have to like taper down. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, let me tell you something right now. It feels like someone took my libido, which has always been very healthy, put it in a garment bag and threw it (laughs) in the back of the closet somewhere and buried it, okay? I literally, it was insane. And it felt like someone took a blow dryer and put it in my mouth and blew every drop of moisture out of my body, you know? It was, it was strange, and because I've always been type A, and I've never really suffered from depression or whatever, it was strange because it had this effect on me. It kind of like muted my natural aggressiveness, where I'm really outgoing and funny and, you know, very personable. I kind of felt a little more reserved. It had that effect on me, but the effect on the libido and the, the side effects of the dry mouth and everything, I was just miserable. Absolutely miserable. So it's really I not a good re- that after yeah. about seven days. But then you have to every other day take one and every third day take one until you kind of taper off. You just don't want to go cold turkey, you know. Right. So it was that was an extremely uh, unpleasant experience for me. And I thought to myself, well, I guess if you had really severe lifelong PE and you lasted like 12 seconds, it would be better than nothing. But it's a tough outside one. of that, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. imagine going through those side effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's like putting out a candle with a fire hose, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things that when you don't have anything else, certain people will make that choice and go, well, it's better than, you know, suffering with this and not having any intimacy or not having any satisfactory satisfactory intimacy. Right. But now there are options that are superior to that, you know, so that tends to be definitely following into the background, uh, and it's not very prevalent. There was another product called Emla that was available, and it was another side effect, and it's a numbing cream that physicians would use if they're having surgery that put on the outside of the skin, and it has the, you know, the same effect where it would numb somebody and someone would last longer, but it transfers to the female partner, and it literally, you could drop a cinder block on your penis and not feel anything. You know what I mean? So if you're a male, you're going to last a lot longer, but you're going to be absolutely, completely numb. And I've always believed, obviously, like most people, that the idea of having you know intimacy is to experience pleasure and not have some out-of-body experience where you don't even feel like you have a penis. You right, know? right, right, right. That's not what you want for sure. Yeah. Now, what so about those? those the, what about those ancient remedies like acupuncture or herbal Chinese herbal medicines? Are, are any of those type natural type things? Are they any effective at all? I talk to people. You know, I've never gone as far as go to an acupuncturist and go, "Hey, can you treat me for PE that I don't have?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the other things you can try. Right. But I'm I'm a very hands-on CEO. In fact, we have an OLARC, which is interactive ch- uh, chat feature on our website. And I man that thing two hours a week, me okay. personally. People yeah. go, well, should be running the company. I go, I need to talk to people, find out what they're using, you know, what they like, what they don't like, how they found us and stuff. So I can't imagine how many thousands of people I've talked to, you know, over the last seven years. I will tell you this, that I have not talked to anyone who went, I used these herbs or I used like acupuncture and saw, you know, a, a, a very significant, you know, increase in my IELT, which is interjaculatory latency time, which is how they measure, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a man's ability to, to last. It's, I think that there are, you know, certain old wives tales out there and that kind of stuff. I, I've never experienced anyone who said to me, oh, these things worked. I had experience with something like this. I mean, there are the craziest things out there. If you do a Google search, 
for PE remedies, PE cures, believe it or not, you'll find, I think it's 211 products. There's one where it's like some kind of a sandpaper stone. It's a stone (laughs) with these rough edges. And they literally tell you to wax your penis with it, like for 10 minutes a day. To desensitize it. Decent. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, right. seriously. Let's let's get There's, away from that. From that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. about just like test- testosterone replacement therapy? Does that work? No, testosterone replacement therapy will certainly give you a much a higher sex drive. You know what I mean? And it will certainly, in some cases, increase your the intensity of your orgasm because it's all hormone related. But if you ejaculate quickly, now unless. Now, let me explain this. If you have severely low testosterone in a serious medical condition, it will help you, okay, even with PE, because you can't maintain or last with a a very, you know, weak erection that's caused by a testosterone level below 200, something like that. But no, a normal person who wants to last longer is not going to last longer by using hormone replacement therapy, unless, of course, you have a severe deficiency and, you know, you're, you're taking it strictly for medical reasons because you're in danger because your testosterone level is so low. Now, on another talk show, I heard um, people recommending, or doctors, I should say, recommending that start, stop, and the squeeze method, which you did mention briefly earlier. Could you explain those uh, treatments to people who don't understand what they are? Yes. That's another issue that if you have psychologically based, if you have anxiety and that's what's causing your PE, you can see in some cases decent you know, results that help you. And what that is, is you literally get to the point of where you start to feel like you're about to ejaculate and then you literally pull out, your partner clamps down on your penis and literally holds it. And that's supposed hard. to do what exactly? And so what it does, it brings you to that feeling of eventuality or of orgasm and allows you to back off Okay. and to gain control of that. But if you have any, like you're just pre, you know, genetically predisposed to PE, if you have hypersensitivity, if you have uh, prostatitis, that's not going to help you at all. So there is, I'd say about 10 to 15% of people that can see some type of improvement by using a stop, start you know, squeeze method. I will tell you this, every single person, because no one just falls out of a turnip truck one day and goes, hey, let me go buy Promessor, let me go buy any kind of thing. They obviously go to a physician first, they go through this whole process, or they're reading on the internet and they want to take the most natural method first. The thousands upon thousands of people who buy products out there have all tried that without success. Now, there are some that have had success, but it's, again, it's not something that's going to help the masses or help the majority of people or help somebody who goes, hey, I last five minutes, my girlfriend takes 19 minutes. If I stop, start, your, your body is already telling you where you should be, and it's in the norm, in the five-minute range. So using something like that is not going to help you unless, like I said, you have a, a psychologically-based issue that is causing your PE. That's a great segue into our next section of our show, Jeff, which is going to be our myth-busting section. So just hang on. We're going to remind everyone that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're talking with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, the producers of Promiscent. When we come back, we're going to be looking into, like I was just saying, some of our sexy myths. Maybe they're not sexy, but just (laughs) myths about premature ejaculation. So hang on. We'll be right back. This portion of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by Naughty in Norleans, July 25 to 30, 2018. Naughty in Norleans is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. With over a thousand couples, this event is not only a full takeover of one of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it's a takeover of Bourbon Street, too. Yeah. 2,000 sexy, fun couples taking over Bourbon Street. So join us for a five-day, four-night hotel takeover alternative lifestyle convention. It's a gathering of open-minded couples who are all interested in exploring their sexuality while visiting New Orleans, one of the sexiest cities in America. Check out our website for all the details, the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page. And today we get to announce the winner of our naughty contest. The prize is a free entrance pass to Naughty in Orleans 2018. It's an amazing value of $625. Thanks to everyone who entered the contest. And the winner is, David, go ahead. 
Chelsea and Dan from Long Beach, California. Congratulations to you guys, and we'll see you at Naughty this summer. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and um, today we're talking with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, producers of Promiscent. Now it's time for some myth busting all about premature ejaculation. Each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths to help us filter through some of that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topic of sex and sexuality. Absolutely. And boy, we have been busting some great myths over the past couple of shows. So I'm going to start today okay, because the last bunch of shows you've been going first. Go so, for it. Jeff, the first one is premature ejaculation only happens in young men. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the first couple sexual experiences any young male has, it's obviously going to be an issue because it's foreign to you and having any kind of control in some cases is difficult because it feels so good. You know what I mean? But there's actually a lot of the syndromes like the prostatitis and things like that that happen later on in life. So that is just absurd to say that, you know, it only happens in young males. Early on, a lot of young males certainly do experience it but you know to a lot of people that goes away and they can have normal relationships a period of time but there are certain parts of the physiological uh, issues we talked about earlier that really start midlife and later so there we have people that have bought our product as young as 18 we have people that have bought our product believe it or not as old as 88 so, so it affects every age group it affects every age group absolutely oh, okay cool uh, so here's another one i have found the main cause of PE is primarily psychological. Again, ridiculous. I mean, it, there is a certain amount of people that have a you know, psychological origin of their PE, and we believe that to be you know, somewhere in the 20% range. But as we talked about you know, in the prior segments, whether it's prostatitis or low testosterone or hypersensitivity, there's many physiological issues. And most importantly, Again, one of the things we talked about in talking about the need for, you know, ways for people to last longer is the average healthy male lasts five minutes. The average healthy female takes 19 minutes. So even before we talk about, you know, well, what causes, you know, a man to supposedly have PE, let's make sure we understand that healthy males and healthy females have a gap commonly referred to as the arousal gap by medical professionals. So everyone has that issue to a certain degree. Right, right. It's just how long you work with it, which is... It's how long you work with it. What what you use, what kind of coping mechanism, you know, what your methodology is for finding that sweet spot where both couples have satisfactory intimacy. Okay, so here's one similar, but it says that PE sufferers are plagued by anxiety. I, I would tend to want that to find, do they think anxiety is what causes the PE? No, or I'm, once you have PE, you I'm have anxiety? I'm thinking it's more related that people who have PE are anxious about it, constantly anxious about it. Well, I would probably say yes, only because, I mean, it'd be like saying, well, I got to enter a running race and my feet are in a cast. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I mean, you know I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're going to have intimacy, you obviously want to have good intimacy or great intimacy. And, and not worry about going it. going into it, yeah, feeling yeah. like you have an issue. I, I would agree with that because anytime you're you're trying to do anything well and you feel you're entering into anything that you really want to do well at with something that's going to inhibit you from doing well at it, of course it would cause yeah. anxiety. So <laughs> I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Okay. All right, I got one here. If you have premature ejaculation, PE, you have it all the time. False. There are people that have it all the time. There are other people, we call it situational premature ejaculation. It may be because they haven't been intimate in a while. You know what I mean? And getting back into it, they have a lot of built up anxiety. And since they haven't had it in a while, there's that increased sensation. There are people that start dating someone new that it happens. There are situations where you might have a bout of prostatitis. You might have, you know, there are many other, you know, factors that can cause 
you know, temporary PE or, you know what I mean? Like something that is not the norm going on in your life that may cause you to have something that needs to be addressed. So no, it's not that you have to have it every single time. I know I'm a fairly healthy 60 year old male and I know I don't last exactly the same amount of time every time that I'm intimate. Even when I'm in a steady relationship, there are some times where it's six minutes or sometimes where it's 15 minutes, you know what I mean, without using anything. And it, it's just a normal body function. Let me ask you a quick question. So someone yes. who has PE, uh, they go and they fuck their partner and they come real quickly. So yes. now they've come and they have their standard refractory period, which based on age can be anywhere from five minutes to two days, three days. But I was going to say, in my own personal experience, from five minutes to two days with three meals and an hour sleep, exactly. eight hours sleep in between, exactly. But, but let's just say they're in the same session and they've come real quickly. Are they going to have the same problem when they get hard and are ready to come again? that it's going to come so uh, m- much quicker. Like I know for me, the sensitivity of my cock is much less the second and third and fourth and fifth. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Time's around. But, but definitely it takes longer to come the second time. I will tell you this. If you don't have any of the physiological issues, you're exactly right. The sensitivity will be lessened. But if you have the physiological issues, meaning that it's prostatitis or it's, you know, low serotonin, then you're going to come quickly every single time. But if you, the first time you're a healthy male, it's going to be a certain amount of time. The second time it's going to be a longer period of time from a refractory standpoint. The third time, because each time there's less sensitivity and there's less of that, that built up or pent up, you know what I mean? Right arousal so absolutely the normal average male if there's no physiological issue if he has multiple occasions of you know intimacy in a single evening will have more control and have a greater duration each time he has it absolutely i agree with that we always we have this running joke that you know that a young man has a machine gun you know he's spraying all over the place you know what i mean he's capable of going four to five times and as you get older you have a rifle you have basically one shot and that's why a lot of men even if they're perfectly healthy use something like promethid because they're like hey i have one time and i'm going to make sure that it is a great shot you know what i mean and yeah, absolutely. that i don't blow it because it's going to be you know the next day before i get to shoot again you know what i mean i want to try this promethid at our next swingers party you <laughs> yeah. know we'll go round two three four five um, this, you never know exciting yeah for sure we have some people that use our product and we're using, I mean, incredible amounts of it. So I tend to reach out to someone when I see an abnormal ordering pattern just to say, <laughs> wow, do you, you know, have that? And two or three people have told me, well, we have a swinger lifestyle, you know what I mean? Okay. And we go to these parties. And so some of the other people are like, wow, why are you lasting? You know what I mean? Like so long. And I actually, I bring it with me now and hand it out. This is the type of product that is absolutely made for those type of activities. That's so beautiful. Fun. So we're gonna we're gonna get into the product in one second. Your myth busting skills were spectacular. So thanks for that, Jeff. <laughs> this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and coming up next is our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because great sex matters. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. This segment is sponsored by Luxury Lifestyle Vacations and their Alaska Splendor Sexy Cruise, June 17 to 24. If you're looking for an upscale, sexy lifestyle event, join us on this cruise aboard the Crystal Symphony Luxury Cruise Ship. Departing from Vancouver, B.C., cruising up through the Inside Passage deep into Alaska with super sexy team at Luxury Lifestyle Vacations. Yeah, and if you've been dreaming about being on a cruise ship with 700 other sexy couples, in the wild expanses of the Alaska glaciers with grizzlies all over the place. Oh, sounds good. Join us. The playrooms are spectacular. The parties are amazing. And we are so excited to be going up there. So if you're looking for one of these dream vacations, why not spend it with us and other like-minded, sexy, fun friends? Check out our website for all the details, the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page, or contact us for more information. Ask at carolyndavid.com. (laughs) 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right, now that we're back, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we've been having an amazing discussion with Jeff Abraham, CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals. And now this is our favorite part of our show where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So, Jeff, we've talked about PE, its causes, the stigma around it, and all the different treatments that we've seen over the years. And now it's time to hear all about Promescent, the treatment that your company, Absorption Pharmaceuticals, has developed, which is most widely doctor-recommended treatment on the market today. I will tell you this, and it sounds like I'm about to go on this soliloquy and tell you all these great things and, you know, a myriad of all these, you know, tremendous advantages but I'm going to disappoint you in that regard and tell you that the genius of this product as developed by Dr. Ronald Gilbert, the founder and my friend, is literally one thing. And it's very simple because there exists, I call them the cane family of products, benzocaine, lidocaine, prilocaine. And there's certainly many out there, Stud 100 and, and Doc Johnson and Dynamo Delay. There's tons of these products. And they existed for, and Ron was aware of them. But what they do is they literally are applied and they numb you and they transfer to your partner. So in, when Ron was looking, and his genius was this, people would come to him with ED. He had many different options, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, you know, Trimix shots. People would come to him incontinence. He had many options. People come to him with prostate issues. He had many options. People would come to him with PE and go, well, either take these SSRIs and ruin the rest of your life or I have no option for you. So he set out to develop a cure or a treatment. And he looked at some of these cane products and said, well, these have the desired effect. They allow you to last longer. But the problem is the side effects. So he got together with a gentleman by the name of Dr. Tony Capamaccio at the uh, University of Georgia. <clears throat> he was a, a Ph.D. organic chemist doing research. They developed a unique technology, which we've patented, and it's a eutectic formula. And what that means is it basically changes the crystalline structure from lidocaine from a solid to an oil-based form. And so when it does that, it allows the lidocaine to penetrate the dermis or the outer layer of the skin, the stratum corneum. So you apply it, and the instructions of promescent are explicit. They tell you to wait 7 to 10 minutes after applying it before you're intimate. So what happens is the active ingredient, in this case, the lidocaine, absorbs and goes below the surface of the skin. So if you wait that desired 7 to 10 minutes, the lidocaine is no longer on the surface of the skin. It allows the man to maintain a much higher degree of surface sensitivity, and it doesn't transfer to the female partner. So, so the, the guy has to spray it on. You spray it on. You spray it on, and there's a little video on our site. If you go to www.promescent.com, there's a video, and it's done by one of our physicians, Dr. Anthony Belchunas, that shows you, for most people, where to put it, and you're going to get the optimum effect. And it's the frenulum, and to people who aren't medical, the frenulum is the underside of the head of the penis, and that's where most of the nerves are. So you spray the desired amount. And the good news is our spray comes in a meter dose spray bottle. What that means is you get the exact same amount each time. So if you go, wow, one spray does it for me, two sprays, you're going to get the same. If it's a cream or a gel, you squeeze a tube. My God, you have no idea how much is coming out. You know, with meter dose spray, you get the exact same amount. So you can titrate it and go, wow, for me, one spray, two spray, three, whatever is exactly what I need. So what you do is you then spray it on the frenulum, the underside of the head of the penis, and then you allow seven to 10 minutes to go by and you're good to go. And, and we recommend you know, it. The active ingredient and all that kind of stuff lasts for about 45 minutes to an hour. So the ingredient, the, the effect will be in place. That doesn't mean you'll always last 45 minutes or an hour, but the effect of allowing you to have uh, much more control will last. If you last a minute, you may last three to four minutes initially. If you last six minutes, you may last 10 or 12 minutes, meaning that the active ingredient is present there in the form of 45 minutes doesn't mean everybody's going to last 45 minutes, but the effect in your body will be there 45 minutes. And for those people who, I guess, don't read instructions, if they put it on and fuck their partner too soon, is there a negative effect on the woman? Yeah, it may transfer and may numb the female because if you don't allow 
the lidocaine to absorb through that eutectic process, then you're going to have some of the same drawbacks of the ones that existed. Now, probably not to the same degree, because I can't imagine anyone spraying it on and immediately inserting their penis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we go overboard, even in the directions on the box. I mean, you know, every advertisement, you'll see that we emphasize wait that seven to 10 minutes. So you'd pretty much almost have to intentionally ignore that to do that. But that being said, trust me, there's our consumers that will find a way to ignore that. You know what I mean? Sure. And so and what we do is we reach out now, if someone buys it, you know, through a pharmacy, we can't control that. But, you know, through our site and everything, we have open dialogue. We tell people if you have any concerns, and even in the box, they'll say, please, you know, email us, call us, go online. Because to me, it's all about education, and we want feedback. We want to make sure people are having the most positive experience with the product. Because I don't want anyone to use it incorrectly and go, this doesn't work, and then never try it again and never have satisfactory intimacy. Absolutely. Yeah. What about um, like couples like us, Carol and I? We love using um, a silicone lube because we like fucking in the hot tub at the in the yes. ocean wherever we are. Does the a silicone lube prevent the absorption process? Not at all. No. So you would spray I would, first. I would spray first. You know what I mean? Because you want to put the lube on right before your intimate. You wouldn't want to put the lube on, put this on top of that, and then wait. You know what I mean? Because you know, to me, it would make more sense to put this on first wait the seven or eight minutes, or you could put this on first and put the lube on top, and it's still going to absorb. But I would put this on first, because if you put the lube on first, maybe that might inhibit this, the ability of this to go through the lube. That I'd have to ask, and, and maybe that sounds like something we ought to consider having a study based, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm, certainly. And, and what about um, condoms? Obviously, you don't put it over the condom, you put it on <laughs> before the condom. But do both reduce sensitivity? Like when I put on a condom, I mean, I have like condomitis. I, I, I'm not the, the, the biggest fan of them. But I know when I put on a condom, I have a lot less sensitivity um, to how I feel, the wetness or the, the heat Correct. of a pussy. If you use this product and then condom on top of it, you're going to double the effect. And I'm like you. At this stage of my life, I'm 60. I like to have really secure, long-term relationships where we're both are open and I've been, you know, obviously tested and I share that with my partner, say, Hey, I'm disease free. And I respect the same thing in return. And I don't really like condoms. And I, at this point, I've, I don't have to worry about getting someone pregnant anymore. You know, I've had a vasectomy, so <laughs> right. I don't have to, I don't have to use, you know, classic, I want to be 80 years old with a 14 year old kid, you know? Yeah. So I went ahead and made sure that's never going to happen. So I don't have to worry about using condoms for pregnancy control. And I like to be in stable, long-term relationships. I don't like the feeling of a condom. And to me, it's like taking a shower in a raincoat. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that being said, if you're not totally comfortable and secure and in a long-term relationship, you absolutely should use one. It's the, the prudent thing to do. Or if there's pregnancy prevention you're worried about, it is the prudent thing to do. But at my age, you know, if the circumstances avail themselves, I would rather not like you, you know, and it's, it's one of those situations that we find that a lot of people tell us need help more if I'm not using a condom because using a condom itself is going to reduce the, the, the PE sensation or the right. ability to ejaculate quickly. So what about the effect of the strength and um, of the erection itself with the promiscent on? Do you, does the guy still get a very hard erection? It should have absolutely no effect whatsoever on the quality of your erection. This shouldn't inhibit blood flow or arousal, anything like that. Okay, you like, only sensitivity. You like hard cocks. Only you, sensitivity. I do like hard cocks. Okay. So I guess the question... I don't que- think she's alone in that category. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yay women. Yeah. I guess uh, exactly. one of the main questions we have is, do you need a prescription for this product? No, the beauty of it is it's covered under an FDA monograph, so it's an over-the-counter product. So now certain countries, you're, it's going to be, and we're in the process of registering some of those presently, you're going to need a prescription. In Canada, you're allowed to have, believe it or not, a 90-day supply. You're allowed to order a 90-day supply for your own personal use. But you can't, you know, obviously distribute it within the country. We can't be in any pharmacies there. You're allowed to order a 90-day supply for your own personal use. In a lot of countries, it's like that. You're allowed to actually go online, or if you find a way to get a limited supply for your personal use, you can do that. In in the United States, it's totally open. It's an over-the-counter product. But each country has different restrictions from a, a pharmaceutical standpoint. All right. Um, well, as we get to the end of the show, I'm going to ask you the 
question that probably everybody has out there because they haven't looked at your website yet, but what does it cost and how can they order it? it? It's Promescent, which is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. It's www.promescent.com. And you can certainly order it from the website. We have it stocked by about, I believe, 200 urologists stock the product. There's 600 independent pharmacies that stock the product. The uh, small size is available at Target nationwide in the U.S. So Target is a physical destination. You can go and pick up the product. It's available. If you look, we have a pharmacy finder. So you plug in your uh, zip code and it shows you the closest pharmacy, whether it be independent or target. And like I said, there's 450 independent pharmacies. Also listed are the 200, you know, urologists that actually carry it in their office. And certainly it's available on our website as well. Also available on uh, Amazon. In fact, it's a number one best-selling product in sexual enhancers on Amazon. Wow. So people can find out the cost by just going to the website, going to Target, going to Amazon, and whatever people are selling it for, that's what the price is. We're very standard, and we're very proud of this. You know, one of the things that always dismayed me whenever I buy any product, I go, man, am I going to buy this and then find it 40% cheaper the next day? In some cases, it's not even about, well, I could have saved $6. It's about the idea that, you know, do I got to go shopping every single time? And, you know, we require anyone carrying this product to be uniform in its pricing. We believe, and I think it's evidenced by the fact that we're the number one sexual enhancement product on Amazon, because everyone knows they're a behemoth, that it's very important that you have the ability to trust in when I get it, that no matter where I get it from, it's going to be a very similar price. Yeah, right? for sure. In fact, it's not the exact. And the, you know, the smaller size is 1995. And the large size is fifty nine ninety five, and that's everywhere you get it. Beautiful, perfect. Beautiful. It actually works out depending upon how much you use each time. The it works out to about. I I always struggle for the right word. Each episode or each <laughs> yes. encounter or each liaison. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I'm looking for a term that makes sense. You well, know, they're all good. Being the yeah, they're all good. But each time you use it, now if you have severe PE, it might cost you 4 or $5 each time you're intimate. But the average person using this, it's only like 2 or $3 each time you're intimate. And to me, you know, because when you see people paying $30 or $28 or $25 for a, you know, an ED tablet, this is really inexpensive if it really does increase your satisfaction or, you know, make for better intimacy. Absolutely. Here, I have one for you, Jeff. You know, we've heard the expression, pay as you go. You can use pay as yes. you come. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yeah. Uh-oh, David's going to have to take credit for that one now. <laughs> I was going to say, if we start using it, we must pay royalties on that, you know? It's all good. It's a freebie. So we talk about, <laughs> we talk so much about how important it is to have a healthy sex life and longer sex can lead to increased intimacy, improved communication, and a healthier relationship with strong emotional bonds. So on that note, it's time for some real advice, Jeff. What tips would you have for a couple that might help them prolong their great sex tonight? You know, for me, it's all about open, honest communication. You know, this idea of keeping things from your partner, and it doesn't even have to be about sex, because anyone who is in this business, and I'm sure you guys, you know, experience all the time, sometimes people's sexual problems are manifestations of other issues that there's, they feel distant from one another, they feel that their partner's not being totally open, totally honest with them. It could be about sex, it could be about something else. If you're not bonded with someone, you're not going to have good intimacy. You might have great sex just for that period of time, but then you're gonna feel that same anxiety and resentment. Is there nothing better than having great intimacy that's part of a great relationship where you feel bonded and you know that you trust and adore your person, not just in the bedroom, but in all areas of your life. And it's amazing to me in the seven years I've been involved with this company that how many people look at sex as an isolated athletic event. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's this porn syndrome, you know, that people go, oh my God, I gotta have a 10 inch cock, I gotta shoot all the way across the room. You know what I mean? And I gotta have at least you know, a gallon worth of jizz when I, you know, when I get off, it's like, get away from that and focus on communicating with your partner. Are you and her happy? Are are you meeting each other's needs? Are you open to one another? And to me, I've always told men in particular, be receptive to your partner's needs. And it's the craziest thing because if you're selfish, okay, you're cheating yourself. If you satisfy your woman, if you're in touch with her needs, it comes back to you 10 times over. And 
So that the, what I would suggest is be open and be honest. And at the same time, put the focus on your partner, because if your partner's happy, you're going to be happy as well, because nothing makes a person wanting to please their partner more than if they're pleasured and go, I don't want this to stop. So I better make sure he or she is happy as well. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff, Very what well a, put. What a great way to end an amazing show. Thank you so much for being here. It was my pleasure. Trust me. I wish there were more shows like this where people are just real and honest and wanting to educate. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what we need more of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And uh, we will definitely be in touch in the future. So just hang on. Uh, we're learning more and more every week about all, with all our fantastic expert guests. And we hope you do too. Remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. We encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, the radio show guest page to see all our amazing sexperts. Click on their link and contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to our special guest, Jeff Abraham from Absorption Pharmaceuticals, and to you for listening. Remember to sign up on sdc.com for one month free using promo code 30314. And we have some great events and trips coming up. We sure do. We're going to be sailing on the Crystal Symphony cruise ship up to Alaska with luxury lifestyle vacations for the Alaska Splendor Lifestyle Cruise, June 17th to 24th. And in July, we'll be with SDC again in Cap Dag from the Naked City from July 2 to 10. Join us on this amazing lifestyle experience. And then as reigning king and queen, as you heard earlier, we're going to be getting naughty on Bourbon Street in naughty in New Orleans, July 25th to 30th. And finally, we'll be joining the SDC cruise to Cuba in December. And for more information about these trips or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 